A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we have proof that Vince McMahon is completely deluded, more so than ever before. A raw title match got changed 10 minutes before this week's show. A major name has finally returned to WWE after over a year. And Samoa Joe breaks his silence over the AW All-In controversy. I'm Adam Wilborn. I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. Okay, Vince McMahon is worse than ever when it comes to being in touch with reality, it seems. Um, So we mentioned this yesterday, they were holding a WWE All Hands meeting this week. Yes. Right, and it was uh, following the takeover last week, following the, the cuts, the staff cuts last week. All hands meetings, starting the new normal, beginning this new era. They held it yesterday and Fightful Select have the scoop. Uh, who was there? We got Ari Emanuel, he's the Endeavor Chief. We got Vince McMahon, he's the WWE Chief. We got Triple H, he's the Chief Content Officer. We got Nick Khan, Vice President, or is he CEO now? He's CEO now. Mm. Uh, Executive Chairman Brad Bloom was also there, but I digress. What happened in this meeting? Well, there's a couple of interesting things. Vince McMahon referred to Ari Emanuel as his boss, which is quite interesting Ooh. because he's been the boss for 40 years. Not anymore, pal. Uh, Ari Emanuel, for some reason, had to point out that his daughter works for WWE as a creative assistant. Ashley, her name is. Uh, she's actually been there since before the takeover. So, <gasps> so I guess it synergizes quite well, yeah. the connection. Vince McMahon, <laughs> this is nuts. Yeah. He said, apparently, at this meeting, that he felt the company had plateaued or stagnated so that the merger needed to happen in order to take WWE to the next level. What? Now, understandably, a lot of people eye-rolled at this uh, and reacted accordingly. And they also- Was in attendance? (laughs) Well, who on earth knows? (laughs) Uh, And this led to many people in WWE reaffirming their belief that Vince McMahon did a deal just so he could return to the company. What? Yeah, shocking conspiracies. Um, Of course, when Vince returned to the board of directors in January, he explicitly said to the board, if you don't let me back in, if you don't vote me back in or whatever, whatever, if you oppose me, I'm not going to consent to a sale of the company or new TV rights deal. It was a coup. Yeah, that is a fact. The document is out there in the public domain. Uh, But thankfully, after that, Andy, he didn't change board members to get more people on his side, did he? Oh no, he would never do a thing like that. He would never uh, populate the board with yes men to make his uh, life easier. Uh, Again, public knowledge, it's all out there. We're not just making this stuff up. Uh, People will say we are folk because they love Vince for some reason. People love simping for billionaires, don't they? Elon Musk, screw that guy. I do like that photo of the TKO photo of him. It's Uh, terrifying, but I can't stop looking at it. He looks like he's made of wax. Like if you left him out in the sun for too long, he'd bloody melt. He'd turn into a primeval soup. Real J. Jonah Jameson vibes off that photo. Hey, leave J.K. Simmons alone. No, no. Um, So the the dumb thing about him thinking that WWE stagnated or plateaued, right, is that the company is literally in a period of 
it, unprecedented profitability. Yep. WWE has never been as successful as it is today. The company is richer than God and they are making more and more money every year. Uh, in addition, TV ratings, healthy place, live attendances, really healthy oh, place. Yeah. Other consumer metrics, really good. The company is doing really well at the moment. To say they have plateaued or stagnated is objectively incorrect and Vince McMahon is a complete deluded nut job if he thinks that anyone is going to believe that that was the reason he sold WWE and not because it was an easy way for him and his weird mates to make a bunch of money <laughs> for him to get a job. That's all it is. Do you think plateau is one of those words that Vince doesn't understand, like burrito? <laughs> or do you think it's like some kind of food? You're just getting peckish at the meeting, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, like, you, you, you don't need to literally spell out the, the finances and what have you from, from prior to the sale. It's all there just looking at yeah, it. It's insane, this. But I also understand, A, not only like Andy says, and he's quite right, was this all just a big play to be like, ah, I had to resign in disgrace. Not retire, resign in disgrace because of all the uh, accusations. And um, that's the way for me to get back in there. But also, insanely rich people are always like, but what if I had more money? Yeah, 100%. I have no doubt that this merger will make them even more money, but they were not like, guys, we're probably going to have to take the water coolers out in a few days. Yeah, we're really struggling here, guys, with the flipping 58 billion profit we made last year. Uh, look, like, uh, on this show, I like burying things. Like, I, I just don't like doing it. I don't like I ripping do a little bit. stuff. I, everyone's different, right? Um, it's just not what I enjoy about pro wrestling, right? I don't want to sit here and come and go, this promo was awful, this wrestler sucks, blah, blah, blah. I don't like doing that anymore. But when something is as objectively stupid as this, brother, we're going in two-footed mm. knee-high and we're taking them down. Vince, this is the, the most deluded this man has ever been. Let us know all about it in the comment section below. Get the flamethrowers out, scorch this man, because he's completely nuts. I suppose the good thing here is, Andy, with Vince returning and, and being, you know, now he's got an Ari Emanuel and his boss, he did say he's, he's not going to get into the weeds with everything. So let's turn our attention to this week's Monday Night Raw, Andy, where a Raw title match was changed 10 minutes before the show. <laughs> if you, like me, thought that was a little bit weird, that Becky Lynch was like, right, I'm going to defend this NXT championship. It's the developmental championship. She didn't say that, but we all kind of yeah. know that. That's what it's, it is. it's about, what was the word she said? It's about hope, passion, the future. I want to give opportunities to someone new who's maybe not had them. And then out came Natalia, right? There's an interesting report coming through on this. Now, <laughs> I personally speculated, and this has not been backed up. This should, is me a cough. I should, I should say um, that um, Fightful, uh, yet again comes through with some great reports, Fightful Select here, reports that no specific reason was given why Natty was given that match, although I inferred it's probably a little bit of a reward for stepping up and doing what she did in India when Becky couldn't go because of the ripping her passport and what have you, but that, that's not been confirmed. But anyway, yeah. Becky, you may remember, when Natty came out, was kind of a bit like, uh, I was kind of thinking of, uh, yeah, someone new from NXT or maybe someone <laughs> the fans haven't seen before. And yes, Viper Select reported that promo ruined in reality because 10 minutes before Raw went on the air, that person answering that challenge was not Natalia. It was going to be Tegan Knox, but it was changed. Surprise, surprise. Last minute changes to Monday Night Raw. Hot news off the presser. Um, and they switched Tegan's place with Natalia. Tegan ended up working Zaya Lee on main event, which is so frustrating because I think you and I both agree Tegan Knox has so much potential. Um, and she's had a very up and down time yeah. in WWE. Uh, she's had 
one match on Raw since being drafted to the Red Brand. She tagged with Dana Brooke and she was beaten in minutes. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> there have been no significant creative plans for Mox in uh, recent months. So this would have been a nice change of pace for her. But no, change of plans. It's Natty. Ugh. The other dumb thing about this is, right, is the part about it being changed last minute and 10 minutes before the doors opened or 10 minutes before the show started, yeah. right? Whatever the exact terminology was. Um, look, the, the India show was like a week and a half ago, mm. right? Natalia got backstage praise for that. Good, because she stepped up and she did too much. Absolutely. Mad. That's sick, that's awesome. Good professional. Love to Double see it. Double duty. Double duty. Um, she should get some kind of reward for that. 100%. Why did you wait until 10 minutes before the show? Yeah. Why didn't you just book that in the first place? Because that way, you're going, hey, Natty, here's a reward. We're going to do it on the night, open challenge, blah, 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 blah. Pat on the back, good stuff, have a showcase, it'll be sick. Why did you get Tegan Knox's hopes up after she's been off TV for so oh, long Tegan, and man. then pull the rug out 10 minutes before the calm rant in the day, man? But isn't she flip healers a while back as well? She just had like this ranty promo in the little box in the it's corner. Just, You're like, what are you doing with Tegan Knox? It's all over the shop. I, I feel really sorry for Tegan in a lot yeah. of ways because over the years she has had horrendous injury problems. Mm -hmm. She got released, all that stuff. They brought her back and she's done precisely nothing since then. I think it's a real shame the way her wrestling career has gone because, um, look, she's still really young. I think she's still in her 20s. Um, so there's plenty of time for her to, to have a sick wrestling career. But the past five years or so have just been horrible for many different reasons. So it would have been really cool to see her in this spot. It would be cool to see her in this spot on next week's Raw. Yeah. Hell, just do it then. But yeah, it's 10 minutes before the show, man. Jesus. That's ridiculous. Like, you could have done this week's. You could have set this up ages ago. Yeah, exactly. Ago. I, I, I think that's the main point, isn't it? Like, I don't even. I'm not even mad that Natalia too. Not even too mad that Natalia's for the spot. Like you say, she deserves credit for what she did in India. Yeah. But poor Tegan, like, yeah. Oh, wow. I, t I get to say I've had a title match on Monday Night Raw. She's not going to win. It's Becky Lynch. Yeah. Becky Lynch was always taking the title to NXT No Mercy, uh, where she is going to defend it against Tiffany Stratton in an Extreme Rules match, by the way. That was announced on last night's NXT. But, yeah. Just think about people's feelings somewhat. Be nice. Be a nice person. Yeah. Be everyone. And if you are a nice person, you know what you should do? Subscribe to the What Culture Wrestling Podcast YouTube channel. Our new trailer dropped yesterday, and uh, full disclosure, I've watched it about ten times. It's completely unhinged. It's and amazing. It captures you... the the award-winning <laughs> podcast. If you're a fan of, of this channel and you don't listen to the podcast, um, what are you doing? What Culture Wrestling uh, Podcast, wherever you get your podcast from? The biggest podcast in the world. All topics. Mm. Speaking of big stuff, guess who's back? Back again, Randy Orton. Yay! Tell a friend. I'm telling you, and you're all my friends. Uh, apart from the ones who are currently angry about what we said about Vince McMahon. Um, he's He's been back at the Performance Center this week. That's a good sign. Um, bunch of outlets reporting on this. Fightful PW Insider. I saw a clip. I can't remember who posted it. Was it, it of, Wrestle Ops? It might have been Wrestle Ops. Of him showing up. Yeah. Arriving at the thing. Uh, Cassidy Haynes, shout out to Cassidy, nice guy. Bodyslam.net actually informed Fightful that, that Randy Orton's bus was at the PC. This led so, to, so. Yeah, this seemingly led to Fightful pulling the thread and finding stuff out. But yeah, he's been there, he's been at the PC for a bit a bit of time. Uh, and as we know, WWE is very strict. If you want to come back from injury, you got to work out. you got to train, you got to do this stuff. He's never been that much in shape either, Randy. He needs to no, lose he, some of that puppy fat. He needs fan. to buck his game up. He needs to take fitness <laughs> advice from a man who's built like a fuss. Like the Marshmallow crew over here. Andy <laughs> H. Marshmallow. Um, 
So yeah, Randy's been out since May last year. He had horrible it's been back. Long. Yeah, over a year, man. Horrible back problems. Yeah, yeah. He had uh, fusion fusion surgery. It's a long way back. Heard all the reports. We've heard his dad Bob saying, "I, I don't think Randy's going to return." His doctors told him not to. We've heard similar reports about his doctor saying, "You shouldn't wrestle again." Mm -hmm. But we've also heard that Randy really wants to do it again and come back and all of that stuff. And uh, ultimately, it would be the choice of the company yeah. doctors, I guess, and him. Um, yeah, yeah. Hope that if he is nearing a return, then there's no word that he is by the way that's not concrete mm -hmm. yet um you'd hope that he takes steps stylistically to maybe protect the back it's quite difficult when you're your finishers yeah. the rko i guess but hey look I'm, I'm glad he's on the way back because that was a really rough period for yeah him. and i think it's one of those ones isn't it with with any wrestler that gets injured uh particularly ones that that, that might have their career not necessarily cut short he's had an incredible career but ended effectively yeah. not on his terms yeah exactly yeah. you want you want that ability to for him to finish it on his terms him to be able to have that moment of soaking in maybe that last match that last crowd and what have you and for us to, to appreciate him i hope we get to see him back if like you say it's medically safe for him to do so and yeah there's so much that you could fantasy book for a final run you know like Danielson announced a while back that he's gonna finish within a year and people are like right now we know that I want this match this match and this match within the next 12 months there's many of that with Randy Orton and uh, <laughs> and I think his recent stuff that he had been doing is some of the best stuff of his career yeah, the tag team was really good. Yeah. Uh, complicated guy, obviously, that he was teaming with. Uh, mm -hmm. But, you know, he was doing some really good stuff. Good to see him back. Good to have him back. Yeah. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? A try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. I'll tell you what else was uh, complicated, Andy. Backstage at All In. Uh, <laughs> 
You well, might have there, mate. You might have heard about this. Yeah. It's been kept quite quiet. There was a brawl backstage between Jack Perry and CM Punk as CM Punk was heading out for his opening match on the show. Um, Dave Meltzer um, has reported in a recent Wrestling Observer newsletter that Samoa Joe was a real leader in this situation. Mm-hmm. No surprise what a top bloke Samoa Joe is. Man. Uh, and in a new conversation with the New York Post, uh, Joe has talked a little bit about it. Um, he, re- he says, for the most part, I haven't read what's been portrayed about the altercation at all in. Uh, there's been so much said. I'm not the one to go out there and try to debunk everything. I know we had the initial incident. Everybody rallied. Everybody got together, got their heads together, lined up and got ready to do the show. And we went out there and did the show. Uh, that was really the focus at the point in time. Uh, we got a massive show to do. We got fans out there, rabid to see what happens. Uh, so it's important that we step up and do it. And it's important that we did. And I was proud to be a part of that. He continued, I'm used to that environment. I love that so Samojo so unfazed by all this. Uh, those things don't seem very intense to me, but it could be something crazy intense to someone else. I wasn't really affected by the moment. I was more focused on getting the show back on track and getting us going because it was bell time. For me, watching this at home, and I'm sure for you watching it in the stadium, I, you certainly didn't get a sense of, well, this show's gone off the rails somewhere and I don't know anything about this. That opening match was sensational. I think Meltzer kind of underrated it, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I really disagree with that. But Samojo, what a professional yeah. and... Uh, yeah, just if you if you're gonna get into a scrap and you think who's gonna calm everyone down and sort all this out? Who's who's someone that is not necessarily so intimidating, but respected and look at the bloody size of him that they'll everyone go? Yeah, actually, Joe's got a good point. Yeah. It is Samoa Joe. <laughs> sorry, Joe. I'm sorry, man. It could be anything. Like you could be completely innocent. You still apologise yeah. to Samoa Joe. Uh, Joe Joe's name came up in a couple of reports about how he'd like been been. I, I, what's the best phrase to use? Like. Peacekeeper? Uh, yeah, I guess, like, a, let's get this show back on the road. Come on, what's going on here? Um, yeah, you know, he presumed he was in and around Gorilla too, seeing as he was about to go yeah, out. Yeah, so exactly. You'd imagine. So. He's not come flying in. He's just like, what's going on, yeah, guys? What is this? Um, so it, it's no surprise uh, to me to hear of him being in that role because he's a veteran and he knows how these things work. Uh, <laughs> but it's cool to hear him speaking so candidly. Oh. It's actually quite funny, in a way. Right, and not to undermine Tony Khan's experience at all, because I'm sure when he said that he feared for his life, I'm sure he genuinely did in the moment, right? Uh, these people are like trained fighters, especially like CM Punk's fought in the UFC. I know yeah. he was crap, but he's still trained. Yeah. Um, it must be quite intimidating for someone like Tony to be in that position because he's just a guy. Mm. He's just a bloke. Yeah, he's a billionaire. He's not a normal bloke, but you know. <laughs> um, whereas someone like Joe. He's a bad mother Hubbard. Oh. So, like, the, my respect for Samoa Joe increases every single year. I think every single day, really. I think he's also creatively having one of the best years of his career in ages. Yeah. Like, for me, this is his best... And look, the Brawl Lesnar feud was amazing. But for me, this is his best year since he joined WWE. And look, he did some amazing stuff in WWE. But he's doing great stuff this year as the king yeah. of television, I man. Will, I will say that there was, there was a part of his early AW run, and I was like... You're not doing the stuff that I wanted you to do with yeah. Joe, and now he's, he's just gone from strength to strength. For me, I think there's a strong chance he takes the title tonight. Mm, fantasy booked it yesterday. Check out yesterday's yeah. video. Good stuff. I think. And he had a great role. Was it Twisted Metal he was in? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Awesome in that. Killing it. Uh, like it started last year when they programmed him with Darby Allen. Yes. It has continued through his Ring of Honor TV title run. The Punk matches were great. The Wembley one was my favorite match on that show, and that show ruled. Yeah. Uh, Samoa Joe kicks ass. 
Much love to him. We've Absolutely. got an interview with him on the channel, by the way. Check it out. Yeah, he was lovely to chat to. Uh, Simon Millicourt with him backstage at Wale Mania. Uh, right, let's move on to your questions taken today from the YouTube community page. If you're subscribed to the channel, just go along to the community bit and we post polls on what you think of the that night's wrestling show. We'll be using that thread for the rest of the week. So if you have yeah. a question you would like tomorrow or Friday, jump in there. You might have to scroll down mm -hmm. one or two options, but it's right there, community page. Uh, first question today comes from Betley Island 36 with Kairi Sane set to return to the WWE in the near future, would you have her reunite with the, reunite the Kabuki Warriors with Asuka, reunite her team with Io Sky, or challenge Io for the women's title? Rhea Ripley. That's my answer. Rhea Ripley. It's the perfect domineering, like, controlling general of the ring. Mm. Rhea Ripley, that's her style, powerhouse, all that stuff. Presence, uh, villain. I know she's kind of, like, a really popular because she's awesome. Um, but, you know, she's a great heel. Uh, and Kyrie is the ultimate selling babyface. Oh. Sympathetic what an, party. an elbow drop. It's the perfect combination of wrestlers, and they should do that. Mm. It's good. It's not right. It's Nia Jax. That's <laughs> she probably still has flashbacks about Story's that. Story's right there, isn't it? Oh, it's crazy. I mean, I wouldn't rule it out WWE booking those two together, but I'm very excited to have Kyrie Sane back in WWE. I just love, she just makes the elbow drop seem, despite how, I'm sure if I took it from her, I'd be limping for days, but she's quite a slight figure, but she puts everything into it, yeah, doesn't she? Absolutely. Uh, Jess Payant, six, no, 1667. I thought you were gonna say 666. Ooh. Number of the beast, baby. You're in a bar fight, Andy. Picture the scene. I'm always in bar fights, man. You're still, are you ever staring down the team of Stan Hansen and Haku? Oh, Jesus, Fenton. Well, you are in this one. <laughs> Who do you want as your partner? Oh, my God. Um, well, if I'm facing two hard guys, I need two other hard guys. Okay. Right? Uh, Vader. Uh, I mean, look, if anyone can stand up to Stan Hansen, I mean, his eyeball might get popped out again. Oh. Um, but yes, Vader. Uh, rest in peace, obviously. Yeah, but I, I assume we're talking about these people in their prime. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't really think I need the, the, the backup because I'm so tough myself. Uh, but my, my other option, it's just really obvious. Like, you think of the hardest people in wrestling, the toughest backstage brawlers, like nobody messed with these people. Sin Cara. It's the original Sin Cara. I've got a hurty finger. You think I, you think Can I, we stop the match? Not the original Sin Cara, Hanako. Uh, yeah. Because you look at, like, you might laugh. Look at the backs. This man beat up Sheamus twice. Mm -hmm. Sheamus is massive. He beat up Chris Jericho. He threw a Coke can at Simon Gotch's he face. He's he's a loose cannon. He's on he's on my team. I'm conflicted with this one. I've got a few options, right? Brawl. I'm having CM Punk, obviously. Okay. Yeah. If Larry. not that, I'm having uh, Simon Miller to try and talk him down, and because of his history with Haku and fights. Yeah. <laughs> that close. That close on WrestleMania weekend, right? We almost lost him. Or Marco Stunt. <laughs> because they're in a bar fight, right? You may, you may <laughs> surprise you to hear this, but I don't get in many bar fights. And if I did, I'd get my ass handed to me. So you're Marco Stunt. Suddenly, Stan Hansen and Haku are walking towards us. I go, bloody hell, Marco. We've got this. Then I just throw him out. <laughs> and hopefully that'll slow him down in enough time for me to run away. Because that's what I do in that situation. I got another one for you. Hey, steal. <laughs> I mean, like, dogs are really scary, so get him in. Yeah, Larry. That's Larry. what I'm having. Oh, leave Larry. Oh, yeah. Poor Larry. 
Uh, final question today comes from Josh Josh B twenty one sixty seven. Right, good morning, Josh legends. Brown. Morning, Josh Brown. Uh, I live in Nashville, and while I was getting lunch yesterday, Seamus walked past me with a smoothie. <laughs> He's probably the only six foot three jacked Snow White Irishman with spiked orange hair in Tennessee, so it was easy yeah. to spot. What are your best stories of seeing wrestlers in the wild? All right, so I've got a really good one about a certain New Japan wrestler losing all his friends and going for a takeaway that I will save for a future Chatty Faces yes, and Heels video. Yes, it's great, that. Uh, it's Michael Hamlet's story as well, but it's fantastic. My favourite, personally, because I love this this man and his demented legacy, Atsushi Onita, Japanese deathmatch legend. We were in New York for WrestleMania 35. There was a situation where I had to just walk a few blocks across the city and give you uh, an uh, SD card yes, I remember. to film some content. Because uh, the ones you had like were corrupt, corrupted yeah. or something like that. So I'm walking through the city. I got my, I'm listening to bloody Illmatic because I'm in New York. You've got to listen to Naz. Walking down the street, approaching the hotel where WrestleCon is held. Who do I see, who do I see with a raggedy ass Dead Ed leather jacket, which is his trademark, and the blue and white ring gear. Who's in his gear in a t-shirt and a jacket? <laughs> Flipping, walking right up to me. It's at Sushi Onita. Amazing. Guy's like 60 or whatever. He's broken down. He's so fresh from years of deathmatch stuff. He's like hunched over this woman who's like helping him get down the street. Like, she was like carrying most of his weight because mm. this guy's broken. And yeah. He's like walking along and he's muttering to himself. He's muttering to himself. All I hear as I walk past, I take my headphones off, obviously, because I'm like, it's Anita, this is chaos. Yeah. I'm going to be in this moment. I didn't approach it. I didn't bother him yeah. or anything like that. I heard sentence of Japanese just grumbled like, Ugh. Japanese, 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 <laughs> Japanese, 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 swear words mixed in with Japanese while well, Sushi Onita in his gear is being carried down the street by a woman half his size at like flipping 10 a.m. great. I mean you can't top that. It's so stupid. My one is, is tinged with a bit of sadness because I literally walked into Bray Wyatt at oh. the airport this year. Poor guy. So man. random because obviously people are like, is he going to be coming back at yeah. Mania and what have you? And he was just there with his daughter flying yeah. home. Uh, very surreal. Because like, yeah, it's Anytime, it's just like you're not in the environment. You have to. You have to be in the squared circle. That's yeah. why I expect to see you. But also, when we were out in LA, me, uh, Nicholas, and Phil had this random morning where it's. Like, I think it was our first day there, and we were like, right, we've got settled. We've got a mad, you know, few days and what have you. Let's go get an IHOP and get ourselves sorted. I know we should go and search out little places, but we're tourists. Come on, right? It's like when you come to England and everyone's like, let's get a Weatherspoons. Don't, uh, never spoons. Um, <laughs> but we're walking, we're walking to IHOP, we're at, at a crossing, because we're not going on a jaywalk. And go across the other side, we see someone doing this. And it was Joe Hendry, <laughs> lovely bloke, great to see him out there. Uh, and then we started, I was like, oh, that's cool, we've just seen Joe Hendry, let's go to the IHOP. Walked in there, there's the Grizzled Young Veterans, yeah. right? Okay, makes sense that maybe they're in there, they weren't being utilised, surprise, surprise, they're still not being utilised well enough, that's why they've left. Um, so uh, they're just, just chilling out in there. And I thought, do I go over and say, remember me from WCPW to Zach Gibson? I thought, don't be a bell in that. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't do that. But I thought like, well, that's, that's random. And then who walks in? Ricochet and Samantha Rubin. Bang. Perfect. Just more. Tell us some of your stories in the yeah. comments because I, I love hearing these. I love that. Bray I want to be one of those people who was sorry who was going to all in. Who was like, "Wow, we're going to all in, guys. Let's get the tube." Is that CM Punk on the <laughs> tube? He looks lost. That was so funny, man. That was so funny. 
my, I, I pop at that Bray Wyatt one because it's just, it, you're in the airport. So it's like, if you, you literally walk into someone, right? So you kind of have to acknowledge them and go, sorry, sir, my bad, or whatever. And then you get on with your day, you acknowledge them. But if you're at the airport, that's the last place wrestlers want to be. Oh bothered. yeah. So like, it puts you in the position where you have to be, ah, I, sorry, but like, I know who you are and, and there's- I don't want to draw attention. Yeah, and there's an outside chance that he knows who you are as well. And it must, it's so awkward. That's why I pop in it, man. Yeah. Uh, like, it, it's, man. A sad, sad yeah. situation with that man, and the, the, you know the, everything that's that's happened. And I hope his family and friends are exactly are doing okay. But yeah, let us know your favourite stories about meeting wrestlers and stuff, and weird ones down below. Hey, and, uh, and check out this video. Yeah, and we'll see you tomorrow. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify. In store. Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail 23. Shopify.com slash retail 23. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.